Welcome to your headquarters for knowledge and helpful advice on a variety of topics, all from trusted experts in their fields. It's time for River City Podcast. Helpers of Richmond and Chesterfield is locally owned and operated by Tracy Bozeman and an administrative team along with certified and licensed personnel. Home Helpers is licensed, bonded, and insured. Tracy's background consists of over 30 years of sales and business experience, with over 20 years being in the healthcare industry. Prior to owning Home Helpers of Richmond and Chesterfield, Tracy worked for over seven years with one of the largest nonprofit hospice organizations in the U.S., serving the Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Northern Virginia area. It was at that point that Tracy realized the need that many hospice clients still had at the end of each visit. The need still existed for compassionate, quality home care and assistance. Tracy has resided in the Chesterfield area for over a decade and understands what is needed when someone needs help and support to accomplish activities of daily living. Tracy has an extensive background in not only hospice, but healthcare practice management, health insurance, home health, and home care from a staffing perspective also. Quote, owning a local home helpers provided me with an opportunity to ensure that those that need extra help and assistance are getting the service that I would want for my own family members. End quote. Tracy, welcome to River City Podcast. Thanks for having me here. So we're going to talk a little bit more about home helpers. I think it's really important right now. People have a lot of questions about getting help for their parents. And a lot of things have changed over the last few years. And you guys are really doing a great service for this market. So I want to talk a little bit about home helpers and how long you guys have been in operation. Just kind of give us the basics. Home helpers has been around as an organization. We're part of a franchise for 25 years. It has actually been in this area. I've had it for 10 years. And prior to me, there were some owners who had it for at least eight years. So we've actually been in the area for close to 20 years doing business for the community. Tell us a little bit about the clients that seek help from you and where you provide care and who really needs your help. So the clients that actually seek our care, a lot of the times it's a family member. It's one of those things where a lot of times people will not say, I need help. So usually it may be a daughter. Now a son, many years ago, it was an adult daughter, age kind of 50 to 60 was the one that was calling saying, my loved one needs help. But now we see a lot of males as well. We'll see it sometimes on the personal care side, which is when people really need the hands-on. They need transferring. They need help getting up. They need someone that can feed them sometimes, toileting, bathing. That's at a latter part in care. And that's when people really say someone is getting burned out or family members can no longer assist with that level of care and they want someone to come in. Sometimes we do get someone that just says, you know what, I need a little companionship, someone to look forward to, a little socialization, someone that can take me to doctor's appointments, someone that can take me to get my hair done and take me to the grocery store store and then take me back home, run the vacuum for me or change the bed linens. It's hard for me now doing it. I get help for my bed. Hey, you get on that side. I get on this side. It is really a tough task for a senior to change the bed linens and remake the bed. So that's when someone may reach out when they also know that someone's going away and they typically have been taking care of their mom and summer's coming and they want to be at the river or they want to go to a wedding or they want to go to some other big social event and they really want someone that can still be there for their parents and maybe make sure that they are safe, make sure they are taking their medications, make sure that they're eating, make sure that they make a doctor's appointment. Usually once a family tries us for that kind of a small period of time, they usually kind of expand services from there. So really you guys can do 
assist for a temporary amount of time or you can engage full time. That's correct. When we look at temporary, we really do need some level of consistency. So for example, we had someone call us, they needed help for their husband a few weeks ago and they actually came up with a 24-7. We need five days at 24-7, very hands-on, the upper level of care, which is the personal care level, and really said, we need some help. I have to go away. His children will come, they will check, but we want someone else to do the care so that they can just come visit when they do come. That's an interesting point too, because I think a lot of people feel sort of obligated to take it all on. And maybe what they miss is that if they have somebody assist with those type of duties, they can really enjoy that social connection and spending time with their loved one instead of tasking it all out. Exactly. When you're coming, it's not with the mindset, I'm coming to visit mom or dad or an aunt or an uncle or my grandparents and I'll be able to just spend time with them. They're usually tasked and they're usually on a time limit. It's not always overly enjoyable because they feel like it is so task oriented. Like when you have little children and you've got little league stuff and you're trying to do dinner and there's no time to sit down. So if they hire us, a lot of the times we say, what is it you really need us to do? And they may say, I just need you to make sure she eats, kind of be there. Well, like, what do you ordinarily do? Because sometimes letting go is hard. And sometimes for the client, they say, don't do that. My daughter will do that. My son usually does that. And we're like, you know what? Why not try to have your son and daughter come and hang out with you and go do the fun stuff and let us do some of the elbow work, if you will. Yeah, that's fabulous. I love that. And you do some work for uh, veteran funding. Can you speak to that a little bit? We do. It's actually funded out of McGuire Hospital locally. So it is a state program. Many of the hospitals have the state programs. This particular state program, it is actually for veterans that need hands-on level of care. So personal care. Personal care level is any of these activities of daily living. We call them ADLs, bathing, toileting, dressing, transferring, feeding. And it's usually, the program is designed usually to keep an individual out of a rehabilitation center or out of a nursing home. So the veteran will come up with an identified amount of time based on the diagnosis, based on the help that's needed at home. It could be anywhere up to 18 hours a week. And then there's also a respite that people don't know about. They can get up to 16 hours per week of respite help as well. And that's every week for the duration and the time of that authorization that they do, which come in six month increments usually. So if I had a father that was a veteran who was in desperate need of care that I was maybe doing all the tasks but overwhelmed, what would be my first move in finding out about this funding? So the first move would be to call us, ask for one of the intake coordinators. What we do is we go through and get detailed information. Typically, we'll get the last four of, say, dad's social security number or mom's. I'll get their full name, address, and a phone number. And we actually go to our point of contact who normally sends the referrals to us. And we say, here is the veteran's name. Here is the last four of the social. Here is the address. Does this person qualify for veteran care funding? So they will usually send a consult to their primary care team and they will find out and keep us updated from there and also speak to the veteran or the veteran's point of contact to see, to kind of keep them in the loop, let them know where they are, tell them that the consult has gone out and to find out more information. If a veteran goes to the hospital, they can talk to their primary care physician and say, you know, we need some extra help at home. The bathing is getting to be too much. I'm doing the dressing. I'm doing the feeding. Those ADLs, if they are assisting with those, that's a great time to let their primary care physician know and then work with the social worker to get a consult going as well. 
And then even further, there's local grants, Senior Connections, Alzheimer's Association, even more help available for people. Yes. And we like to call that the try before you buy when people are very nervous about a program. They're just kind of doing their initial exploratory phone calls and finding out how it works. There's almost sometimes that that guilt of letting go, the guilt of, do I want to do this on go? So sometimes we will say to them, why don't you call the Alzheimer's Association? Alzheimer's Association works for those under dementia and they have some really great programs. They have resources for those caregivers and those support personnel in the family. And they also do a stipend. It was $750. They're over on Cox Road in Glen Allen. When you call them, they just take you through and just kind of have a really great way of identifying resources that you need. Do you need the grant fund? Are you saying I'd like to go out and just visit my daughter and know that someone's taking care of my family member and so I can have four or five hours with my grandchildren or go to a wedding with my sister or go to a graduation? And that's what the respite grant that they have is used for. Respite means caregiver break and that's what it's for. That person could go upstairs in a bedroom and just take time for themselves or go schedule their doctor's appointment that they've been neglecting. So that's a great fund. Senior Connections also has some great programs. A lot of people don't know that the Area Agency on Aging do receive these extensive grants and funding, again, for respite programs. So there is a one-time 80-hour allotment that a lot of people can get. So if their loved ones in a hospital, they're like, what do we do? How are we figuring out our schedule? Who's working days? Who's working nights? Who's going to help mom or dad on that time frame? They can contact the Area Agency on Aging and say, we want to find out if we're eligible for any grants. If it's just for, let's just say, coming out of the hospital, just a transition home, they may be eligible for the 80 hours. They have a separate grant respite program. And that particular one is for anyone that has, I believe, a cognitive impairment of some kind. So it could be Alzheimer's and dementia was their forefront, but they will look at anything else that's neurological. So if it's Parkinson's or something like that, that individual may qualify for 40 hours a month for up to six months. That's amazing. It is. And it's a nice kind of try before you buy, right? It's a nice way to go to your loved one and say, hey, we've got this grant, so we need to use it. There are parameters. There are guidelines. They kind of really work with people as to how it's used. And the nice thing about both of those, the actual families don't have to come out of their pockets if they stay within the budget that's assigned for them from either one of those resources. And the home care company does all the billing on their behalf and should still be sending that family an invoice so they can keep up with how many hours they have left and how they want to spend and use them. Well, I love all that because, as and even just the idea that they can call you first to help navigate through whatever their situation is, but it's such a time of stress and emotion and to handle red tape kind of stuff in that state is never easy. Why do clients choose you guys over somebody who tries to do what you do? Right. A lot of it is word of mouth. So we have clients that we We've worked with extensively over the years, some even before I've had ownership of the organization. And so a lot of it really is word of mouth. Somebody that we've been providing care to, someone who's at work and says, hey, I know your mom has care. Who are you guys using? And so they would tell us. And physician referral as well is a big one for us. So people hold confidence in that. People choose us because I'm the owner and I'm actively a participant. There are days when I'm in scrubs. I wear scrubs every day, actually, for the most part. And there are days I may have to go and I may drive someone to a doctor's appointment 
appointment because maybe the aide got sick or maybe that person desperately needed last minute and forgot to arrange care. And so one of us will jump up from the office. We always scrubs and go and pick up that client and take them. Another reason is that all of our workers are employees of our company. So therefore we assume all the liability for them as well. So they are not 1099 or they're not contractors. They are employees. And we have a nursing supervisor who's a registered nurse who does oversight and care for them. And a lot of people really are receptive to that because they know that there is someone a step above the AIDS who is a point of contact for them and does bring up additional resources and kind of helps with a little care coordination when they're there doing assessments and reassessments. That's perfect. And, you know, the trust factor in some ways it is like finding childcare and who am I going to trust with my child? There's a certain point, I think, with aging where there's a vulnerability that it's scary to bring somebody in and not know. And so to know that you're overseeing it and everything that you just listed, I'm sure will make people feel so much more comfortable in allowing themselves to have a break. Absolutely. Our tagline is making life easier. And that's what it's for. And I say to my staff, are we making their life easier? Is this going to be better for this individual? We have 80 members of staff, 88 actually, members of staff. So there's always someone for everyone. I am listening to this and I think, oh my gosh, I need to call. I really want to talk to you about helping with my parents, but I might not live right in Richmond. Talk to me about the coverage area and who can utilize your Great services. question. Yes. So we have a pretty extensive area. We're pretty much Richmond, Hemrico, Chesterfield, Midlothian. We have a broad coverage. Our one office is actually based in Midlothian, right off of Midlothian Turnpike. So we're pretty central to everywhere. So that's pretty much our our main hub. We get a lot of children that will email us or they call and say, I'm coming into town from Denver. I have a day or two to try to get some care. I'm noticing when I'm talking to mom on the phone, she needs some extra help with my dad. They will call us and we will set up a time to go and meet them. Our coverage area is primarily Richmond, Chesterfield, and some of those surrounding areas. Perfect. So I'm in the right area. I am in a situation where I need you. First step is I call. And then what is that intake process like? Intake process. When somebody calls us, we immediately put all of the information that we gather from them into our computer system where everybody can gather it from anywhere out of our administrative team. We try to find out a little bit of history. Have they had help before? Are they coming home from a rehab? Have they had a recent hospitalization? Who were some of their physicians as well? Who are the players that are involved in the family? What does that particular caller see as a need for that level of care for mom or dad or a loved one? Are they companion care or it's pretty much hands-off care where we could be running the vacuum, doing the linens, meal prepping, taking them to appointments? Or is it the personal care that may have all of the companion care components, but it's more touching? So that means they need a certified or licensed personal care age, certified nursing assistant or a nursing assistant. We find out the area that they live in to make sure it's within an area that is serviceable for us as well. And then we pretty much arrange a date and a time to come out to be able to sit down. It's no obligation when we come out and do that assessment. 99.9 .9 times that assessment and initial consultation is actually done with an RN. It's totally complimentary. And it really is a chance for them to learn more about the organization and a chance for our registered nurses to learn more about that individual that they would be providing supervisory oversight for as well. Once the nurse goes out, if that individual says, hey, we do want to move forward with services, which usually they do, nine out of 10 times they do, we do paperwork. That paperwork will come back in. Meanwhile, when we've already done the initial assessment, we're already thinking of 
caregivers or aides that may be able to help staff this case based on finding out some of those things, what they do like to do, what they don't like to do. Do they like to talk a lot? Do they not like to talk a lot? Once that information is sent back into the office, we basically have come up with a schedule with the family that they want. We do a minimum of four hour shifts at least once a week is what we like to see because that provides consistency of that aid that we can schedule out for the month. And then we come up with the start date with them. Usually we'll call, let them know who the aid is and who will be coming out. Just a little bit of history about them. And then we're all set in place. On the caregiver side, that caregiver, we will talk through with them exactly what the RN has said about the client, information that's brought back. And they actually have access to all of the information and the assessment on an app. So they never are kind of blindsided and it's been a paired match. So they have all the demographics of what they need to check off each visit with a task list. And if it's something last minute, Mm -hmm. I suddenly need care, you know, in the next 24 hours, is it possible to turn that around that quick? We do. We have an on-call and we actually carry on-call within our office. We do not source it out. And that's another thing that a lot of family members like. We'll send them a message and someone will contact you. We answer the phones. It is someone that will be pretty familiar with your loved one's case. And so we do get calls on the weekend where people say, help. We just got discharged last night. We thought everything would be great, but I'm realizing my loved one is at a different level of care than when they left home. So they can call us 24-7 and we answer the phone. That's fabulous. I think from just my own experiences with friends and family, that is a big one where you really do feel that you can jump in and take care of it and very quickly can learn that even helping somebody in and out of a bath is not easy. People are heavier than they look and it's dangerous when you don't have the training. There is uh, some exciting news coming. Can you talk about that? Exciting news that we will be adding a second location in the West End. We are in great talks. We have a signed agreement. And so we will be getting a new home that will be ours. So we will have the Midlothian Turnpike location. And we will also have a location right off of West Broad Street. And we are excited to be there. How do clients pay for this? So we talked about some of the grants and a lot of the families will start with grants sometimes if they qualify for them or if they know about them. Also, a lot of our families just typically private pay. Once they come up with the defined hours, they know the rate as well. We work it out with them and they are very familiar with what will be paid when they are billed. We also accept long-term care insurance that a lot of people have and then they're ready to use it. It can be used most times to pay for our levels of service. Then we have the veteran funding. On the veteran funding, there is the actual state program. As I said, through McGuire Hospital, there's also a federal program which covers not only the veteran, but the veteran spouse or surviving spouse. And when we do our intakes, we find out about that as well and see if they're eligible and we'll push people forward to get the information uh, to see if they qualify. But those are the different payment methods that we have. So as you go through that intake process, there may be opportunities within the family that they weren't even calling for. Absolutely. And we have had that happen multiple times where maybe they've had a company, maybe they paused, or maybe they just want to swap companies for some reason. And when we come into the home and we tell them, you know, oh, dad's a veteran. Does he go to McGuire? And if he doesn't go, we can help give them the information to get their loved one processed. And they say, nobody told me about this. Nobody told me that my dad is eligible for care at home. Tracy, this is all such great information. How can people find you? People can find us definitely on the internet at www 
homehelpershomecare.com slash Richmond. Always, we get tons of phone calls and our main number is 804-864-4258. Fabulous. Homehelpershomecare.com slash Richmond. I thank you for taking care of our loved ones in this community and thanks for being here today, Tracy. Absolutely. Home Helpers of Richmond and Chesterfield is thrilled to be the leading choice in the community and that most of the referrals received are from satisfied clients who refer someone else for services. Home Helpers provides home care not only to Richmond and Chesterfield, but also to Mechanicsville, Henrico, and other areas that surround Richmond. Believes that their success can be attributed to the extensive training and communication that they have with their caregivers. No company is perfect, and if something isn't right, they make every effort to fix it immediately and ensure client satisfaction. They consider them themselves guests in their clients' home. Home Helpers of Richmond and Chesterfield has a commitment to their home care client, and that is their personal pleasure and something that they don't take lightly to be invited into their home. They assist families every day to make sure that they're aware of the benefits that can be used to assist with payment for the services they provide. From long-term care insurance, veterans aid and attendance, to Alzheimer's and dementia scholarships, they're connected locally in our community and have members of the community call daily for resources. They assist everyone to get the help and care that they need if they don't provide the services that they're looking for. Why? Because they make it their personal goal daily with every call and interaction to assist every person we interact with by making life easier. Thanks for listening to River City Podcast. If you're interested in setting up a podcast for your business, go to rivercityconsulting.com 